Hey, today I want to talk to you about inspiration. Now, there are times in our lives where we have been inspired by something, and there's other times where we have been an inspiration for someone. But everyone in this life needs inspired one point or another. Maybe it's an obstacle that you're facing, you feel like you're not going to overcome it, or maybe it's just a difficult time you're going through. But I believe uh, out of all the things that can inspire us in our lives, you know, role models and mentors or uh, just you know, art, whatever it might be, there's no greater inspiration than the Word of God, the actual scriptures, that when we read it, there's so much life and love that it brings to us and hope uh, that nothing else can. And it's not just a hope that, well, that, that was inspiring for a moment, but it's true inspiration that we can live a life greater than what we could ever think or imagine. And I want to read to you out of 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 through 17, and just deals with this idea of what scriptures can really be to your life. Many times we look for outside sources to bring us um, some sense of inspiration, which can happen, right? Um, but when we begin to put all of our hope, all of our focus, all of our attention on these external things, um, we can miss out what God's doing on the inside of us. And we can also fall into the trap of like, well, just everything that I want to do is just um, it's it's me, it requires me, and it's really what God has for you, okay? So what God is, is has for your life, saying, okay, what, what does it look like? Not every time we're going to be the leader in situations, or you're not meant to do the certain things that maybe you see other people doing, but God's saying, I need you to do this specific thing, and I'm going to give you uh, what you need, uh, an inspiration through the scriptures to help you accomplish what you need. But um, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 through 17, it says this, all scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. What a great guarantee, right? Not just what is true, but what is uh, wrong in our lives. I know there's things uh, for all of us, right? People, you know, we're human beings, right? Things are like, yeah, this is just wrong. And when we think about wrong, it's not just these big things that you know society would say, oh, this, this is considered wrong, but it's things that maybe Holy Spirit is nudging you on that you're saying, I know I've done this for a long time, but I feel like I need this change. I need to shift. I need to move away from it to bring me closer to my relationship with God. Um, like any relationship, you know, uh, that you're in with the you know, long time, uh, you know, person that you're seeing or a spouse, whatever it might, uh, you know, your relationship status might be. But you have to think about right. If there's certain things that um, you were wishing your your significant other would just. Um, you know, stop doing like, hey, this makes me feel un uncomfortable when you do this, right? If this person made this big, you know, uh, you know, statement saying, well, I'm going to still do it. You know, it's you, you're the one, right? You're the one who needs to change. You're the one who's seeing it wrong. It'd make you feel a little bit put off a little bit. They're saying, well, hey, I was just expressing how I was feeling um, about this, but now you've made this big, uh, you know, statement or this big, uh, you know, stink about it that it makes me feel like, wow, this must be really important to you, more important than I, I thought. And I think for us in a relationship with God, sometimes we try to live our lives in this way. Like, well, God, like, I know you're asking me to stop this and it's not really wrong and it's not sinful, but I'm gonna keep doing it. But to be obedient and say like, like my love for you, God, is greater than my need to just do these other things that bring me, you know, a little bit of joy. Uh, because in the same way relationship, um, romantic relationship, you want to say, I want to give you my best, and I don't want anything to step in the way. And so, um, this makes us some type of way with right within reason. It's like I, I just want to be closer to you, and I don't want anything to put space between us. And that's what God does through the scriptures. It corrects us, and it goes on here in Second uh, Timothy. It says it corrects us when we are wrong, and teaches us what to do, what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip His people to do every good work. I know in this life, I want to be prepared, um, but I also want to be equipped. 
there's people, right? They can have this mentality. They are prepared. They are prepared. They are prepared. They they've read. They've understood. They've studied. They've talked. They've researched. They've been resourced. But at the end of the day, you can be prepared but not equipped. And in this life that you live, there's people who are prepared. Like, well, I know where to go, right? In the case of emergency, I, I know God's always there for me. I, go, I know his forgiveness, his love, um, all those types of things that we would equate God to in his character. But there also has to be this understanding that you have to be equipped, right, against everything in this life. That God will prepare you to know what to do, but you have to equip yourself. So not just the, uh, the head knowledge of I'm prepared for the worst case scenario but i'm also equipped that when that comes i'm ready to combat you know sin that tries to come to my life or i'm ready to combat uh just negativity i'm ready to combat the people who are being critical towards me and, and um coming against me you are then not just equipped but also prepared and when you're not just prepared but you're also equipped and when you are equipped you can empower others right so you're not just saying from head knowledge say well i know what to do if but you say hey I know what to do if, and I've had to walk through it. Let me encourage you and inspire you because we are inspired, right? When we see someone that has walked through something and they've come out on the other side, you can see this person overcome adversity. You see this person take a bad situation and turn it into something positive. That's what the scriptures do for us. And so, um, you know, I want to encourage you in your faith journey that uh, look to the scriptures to be inspired. Don't be someone who... Um, just always feels like it's something else. Well, like I'm not gonna read the word, but this is gonna inspire me more, this or this. But there's something to be said when you can read the word of God and you read this and you just say, Lord, let me just think upon this. Let me think upon chapter, Second uh, Timothy chapter three, verse 16 to 17. What things are wrong in my life? What good work are you preparing me for and equipping me for? Because God's not called us just to live this life for ourselves. He's not just called us to live this life, not to make waves. But he called us to live this life, to care for others, to pray for others, to uplift people, to go the extra mile with people. There's people, hurt people all around us. But what are we doing to say, God, um, you've inspired me to live a life greater than myself. How can I do that for others? Because when our time here on this earth is done, right, what we impart into people, what we speak into people, that's what's going to remain. That's what's going to be left um, of our legacy. And so think about that today, um, that you would say, where does my inspiration come from? And I hope and I pray that your inspiration will continue and grow in the scriptures uh, because it'll take you further than you could ever imagine and get you through the deepest waters you've ever gone through. Keep your eyes on Jesus because his eyes have never left you. I hope you have a great day. And I'll see you guys next week. Music